Moo. Hello. Moo. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Indie Film Cafe. I'm your old pal, the Moo Cow, a.k.a. Paul A. Presenza, and I am joined by... Jonathan A. Moody, your co-host. And together, we are joined by... Joe. Hey, Joe. How's it going? Pretty good. Outstanding. And today is Halloween. Halloween. Woo! Yay! And so we are here together to watch a movie, which I forgot to bring. And so we are going to do another movie from our old pal, Richard Elfman. Mm. Uh, we've done several of his films so far, and today we are going to watch a movie called Aliens, Clowns, and Geeks. Oh my, nice. I've heard of it. <laughs> Have you seen it, Paul? No, I just got this. This just got sent to me, but clowns, aliens, there's a little midget clown on the cover, and, and it's Geeks. Richard Elfman, right? Geeks. Right, right, right. Crater of Forbidden Zone. We have to show you Forbidden Zone. I have Zone. not seen Forbidden Zone. Yeah. It's amazing. You're not forbidden from it. <laughs> oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, so this should be a lot of fun, and we will be back to talk about this movie right after we hear some mood music. So, we are back. So, what did you guys think about this wackadoodle movie from 2022? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is your first Richard Elfman movie? Yes, it is. Okay. She's Would a you... Richard Elfman virgin until mm. now. Might be my last. <laughs> I don't know. you got to see The Forbidden Zone. Yeah, we're gonna, we, we that, got a couple good movies for you. That's actually right. really fun. All his movies are sort of unhinged. Um, this one was particularly unhinged, although I think not quite as unhinged as Forbidden Zone, but, um, yeah, so what did, what did you think, your, your initial reaction? Well, it was clear that, um, it wasn't somebody, like, trying to make a terrible movie, or trying to make a good movie, but it just failed. It, it was clearly bad on purpose in a lot of ways, and so I appreciated that, um, and the music was stunning. Oh, as usual. That's one thing yeah. you can always count on in a Richard Elfman movie, um, which is what happens when you have Danny Elfman okay. as your brother, and both of you used to be in a band called Oingo, Oingo Boingo, Boingo, which was an, an old cabaret show <laughs> back in the day before it even became a band. So clearly music and wacky, unhinged, crazy music is in their past and in their blood. So it's going to infect all of their stuff. Uh -huh. And wasn't uh, Forbidden Zone a musical too? Like it had like singing, Probably. you know. Oh yeah, yeah. There was definitely songs yes. and yeah, but they interludes. were like singing, you know, in it. This didn't have that, but it was yeah. still very musical influenced. And there was no flying head, unfortunately. However, there was a nod to the cabaret stuff, though. Like the guy's brother oh, yeah. was a cross-dressing cabaret performer, As and you do. and. Um, Actually, that last scene with the cabaret stuff, uh, the guy singing in Spanish, he, that was brilliant. That oh, yeah. was great. Yeah, you so, can always... It was too short, though. I was like, I want to hear more of this. Well, they have in the one of the extras is an extended cut of that as a video, as a music video. So oh, you can, wow. But, you know, 
you can always expect good music and a good show from right. anything that the Elfmans do. But this one comes with aliens, clowns, and geeks. Now, I didn't notice too many geeks, but there were plenty of aliens and plenty of clowns. Would I you? mean, I think I think the geeks thing, the only thing that we get mentioned is that his that one guy's father, the main guy's father, Which was him a, geek. a yeah, was a circus geek. But we find out that that's not even his real father. You know, they don't know who his father is. Plus, I'm going to go ahead and call you know, the scientists the geeks. The other definition of yeah, geek. yeah. nerdy yeah. Cars, because nerdy geeks. The, the the father, even though he's supposed to be a circus geek, didn't really do geek stuff. So he wasn't biting the heads off of, you know, rats or or chickens. At least know. this wasn't geek maggot bingo, where there True. was no geeks, no maggots, or bingo. True. Ew. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds terrible. Or or budget. Or budget. <laughs> this had a this had a bigger budget. Oh yeah. Even though you said it looked like they spent twenty dollars on it, uh, some mean, part of it, just because it was clearly the, the you know, like when they're gonna go and try and take uh, him to the gas station, and they're just they're driving in a country road, and and, and on the side of a mountain, like yeah. where the heck is this gas station that you're taking? Like in it's LA, like, <laughs> it's like the continuity is purposely terrible. Like yeah. we're gonna go to the gas station two seconds later in a mountain at night. No. Well, again, <laughs> night. Then, yeah, yeah. you're like, like what? You know, traditional linear storytelling is incidental in a Richard Elfman movie. You know, and in his comments, he talks about there isn't a traditional three-act play buried within the structure, but <clears throat> it's going to be buried under all this other stuff because right. he's a lot more interested in wacky stories, wacky characters, and wacky things going on. Well, you know, and we listened to an interview with him talk mm. about how he just, he did not like the Hollywood system, and he doesn't like, you know, people kind of, uh, like, this and Forbidden Zone are his two where he had complete com- creative control, where he could do whatever the fuck he wanted, if he wanted and to have clowns, aliens, whatever, he's going to put that in there. And nobody's going to yeah, tell Hopefully them no. nobody made him do these things. Guys in chicken suits <laughs> and, you know, little people running around. Dwarf and, tossing. And, and people would probably be like, oh, we can't put that in there. That might offend somebody. Exactly. And he would be like, well, that's my point. That's what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah th- there was there was definitely a, some casual racism and... <laughs> And and uh, the aforementioned, you know, but it's all dwarf tossing, like, and they actually said that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? <laughs> but it's it's sort of poked in fun. It's right. kind of like yeah. South Park, right? You know, right. Where it's it knows it's parodying, and it's uh, and it knows it's pushing buttons, and it knows it's pushing yeah. buttons, and it's doing it on purpose, right? And right, right, I like that. Which is good because we've become such an uptight society that. Even comedians, whose fucking job it is to be funny and to explore the things in society that we don't like in a way that's humorous, are not allowed to, to do that. And it's, you know, very dangerous. You get heckled at clubs now, like that's even worse. Yeah. I mean, things so, are just, things are going bad in our society. This is 2022, so this is pretty darn recent. Yeah. And one I think of the, it was before yeah. then, because I it was think probably was parts of the film before that. Because we have Vern Troyer's in the right. movie, and he died in 2018. Right, so, so clearly. I think it was made in 2018. Yeah, clearly this was later. made probably over the course of a few years, because he's had to finance it himself, but the release wasn't until 2022. But He said he mm-hmm. shot it in like three weeks in the extras that we watched. Mm hmm. Well, I don't remember that, but... Well, principal sure. photography might have been in three weeks, but oh, the, all of the production and getting the music down, 
you notice the colors, the saturated colors mm -hmm. and special effects, getting all the extra stuff added in probably took time. CGI. And CGI. It took yeah. some extra money. That I hate to say it, but getting the people up there and acting is probably the cheaper part of it, especially yeah. when it's your friends and family relations, you know, <laughs> wife. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even son, his, his son, son. Yeah. the celebrities that are in it were probably friends of his. Yeah. Like he knew, like yeah, like how else did he get George Went yeah. and and Stuart French? Like really, French Stewart, yeah, or French Stewart? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah he uh, he probably knew them. Like I swear, like. L.A., a lot of times, you know. Yeah, they're all buddies. Yeah, like maybe French was a fan of Richard's and said, uh, and then they became friends, and then he said, French, would you like to be in my movie? I was just, Who's going to say hear, no? Who's going to say no I'd love to hear somebody say, French, would you like to be in my movie? French, right. you know? <laughs> well, let me let me quickly read off the back of the box and, talk, and just who's in the film. So... Um, what the box says is from the mind of Richard Elfman, which is Forbidden Zone, Modern Vampires, and also Shrunken Heads, which is a movie we've done, comes another hilarious cult classic comedy featuring an all-star cast, including Steve Agee from uh, Suicide Squad, French Stewart from Third Rock from the Sun, George Went from Cheers, uh, Vern Troyer from Austin Powers, of course, um, Anastasia Elfman from <coughs> Bloody Bridget, whom I believe is his wife, wife right? Uh, Bodie Elfman, I believe, is his uh, son. son. Malcolm Foster Smith from The Middle, uh, Rebecca Forsyth from The Bronx Bull, Angelina Rose Troy from Cynodopes, Nick Novicki from Boardwalk Empire, and Martin Kleba from Pirates of the Caribbean, and also features an original music soundtrack from Danny Elfman, who did, you know, Spider-Man, Batman, etc. All the mans. All the mans. Beetlejuice. 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 <clears throat> Edward Scissorhands. Right, 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 right. And uh, just fabulous. So, yeah. you know, all kinds of great extras and definitely fits in line. If you go back and if, if I think some of it's on YouTube or maybe I've seen it elsewhere. Maybe it was maybe there was an extra on um, on the Forbidden Zone disc. But I remember seeing parts of the shows of the the, the pre Oingo Boingo show when they were the Oingo Boingo Knights of the blah, 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 this big long title. And they did this wacky cabaret show in Los Angeles in, in different um, venues and different theaters and different clubs. And they had some of it on there. And you can see all the just costumes and music and crazy sounds and wackadoodle shenanigans that are going on. And the line goes directly from the cabaret show to the band to Forbidden Zone, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, all the other movies and now right up to here. So this is just another step in the line for Richard Elfman. And um, I got to say, I like where he's heading with this. You know, <laughs> I, I like Maverick filmmakers to begin with. And this guy's as Maverick as you're going to get. I liked it. Like, I had a fun time. I mean, it was wacky as fuck, but <laughs> that was like the point. Like, if, it if this wasn't supposed to be wacky be a weird movie oh yeah now if you are a fan of your sort of traditional linear storytelling this is going to drive you batshit crazy because yeah it's it's not that kind of movie well i mean it is a linear movie though it I mean, is it does go from a to sort z of. and there's no like going backwards or or it's not like quentin tarantino where you have to you know like you're all of a sudden you're in the past and then you're in the future you know what i mean like it's yeah but it's, but there were a lot of times where you'd be like Okay, does this mean that this just happened, or is this just going to happen, or 
Am I just thinking too much about it and I just need to relax and enjoy the atmosphere because that's more what it's about? Or there were a few, why is this happening? (laughs) Yeah, so I was going to say that because there was the... There was the uh, the little midget and the uh, the uh, the friend or whatever. The chicken that, guy. The chicken, yeah, the guy, chicken guy, guy who went around and uh, took a picture of a nun uh, taking a shit and a, a porta potty as you do. Which was also Anastasia Elfman apparently, and so then uh, they went to use that to bribe some uh, Father George went. Father yeah. George went, yeah, and and basically tell him like you know if you don't do that, but, but for four hundred like, we like, bucks. We're, what, why why are we seeing these people? Like, these people weren't introduced at all before. And then it Just turns out popped that... Popped out of nowhere. Yeah, they popped out of nowhere. And it turns out that they were using them to, um, you know, uh, I guess... Well, uh, and then the other thing, which was we sort of implied, and we kind of filled in that gap because it wasn't told to us, but the aliens and the clowns were both able to sort of get into people's minds and possess them and control mm-hmm. them, um, either to have fun sex shenanigans or to do <laughs> other things. There was a lot of sex shenanigans in this one. It was yeah. More than I expected, more it, than I anticipated. It was awkward. <laughs> you, you felt a little awkward. I, I, like, I'm used to seeing this in movies that it just doesn't even I mean, nothing me. even close to, like, real sex scene. No, no. no it's no, no, like no. sex on acid and speed at the same yes, time. More like speed. And people having sex with their thighs, basically. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like, where, what, what is going on here? This guy cannot be having sex with two. Where exactly are these characters in relation to each other right now? Reminding me a little bit of uh, what's his face, Tommy, in the in the room where she's sort of, you know, he's sort of vaguely in the in the mid section area. Sort of vaguely, sort of poking some area, and you're, you're not really about sure in, uh, in the in, room. Well, yeah, but in the disaster artist, the one of the guys is like, "What is he fucking her belly button?" Right. Oh yeah, right, right. Not know where her vagina is, you know. Like. So the one guy was his name is Mar. Oh, no, it was Ramon, where he's on his Ramon. back, and he's got these two girls. It was Cindy and Mindy who, <laughs> who popped in the beginning. The double mint twins. Right, right. and um, <laughs> they're each taking a turn, but they don't like dismount and let the other one they're both there at the same time like one on each leg and we're like wait a second here is he that's got, not how that works he got a double prong going on or what <clears throat> is going weird. on with this <laughs> i think that's part of the fun and shenanigans yeah I mean, it is but it you know in a way it just makes you go what is going on because this would have been a great what the fuck friday too we do a show called what the fuck friday but so far we've had uh richard elfman for every uh, indie film cafe, like mm-hmm. then, well, you know, all three. Except for Criterion Watch, at some point. I don't think he's on Criterion yet. <laughs> what? It's unfortunate. I don't think he's on Criterion. What what, what movie of his would go on Criterion? Forbidden. Uh, Forbidden Zone. Forbidden Zone. I would, would think. Be, is it like, actually really really good? Yeah. Well, good is a is a way of describing it. It's a form of good. Yes. Okay. It's its own kind of thing. Which, it is. You know, Criterion does like that kind of stuff. Sure. It is It is a unique experience. Let's put it to you that way. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> when we showed it to Lenore, she said, I'm never going to stop having nightmares about this movie. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's a little crazy and disturbing, um, especially if you've not really prepared for that. I guess I should have prepared a little bit, but. <laughs> See, I think you don't. What are you going to say? I mean, right. I think that was like the second or third movie she watched with us. Yeah. One being like, uh, was it the uh, the Crow movie, the uh, Giant Claw? Oh, Giant Claw. And, you know. That and, was and easy. That, that was easy. That was an easy way to break her in. And then all of a sudden 
then you had to go and throw in <laughs> Forbidden Zone and like traumatize her. Well, it was a musical. I figured she'd like that. <laughs> and while there was music in this, this wasn't like a musical musical. There no. were no musical numbers per se. There were no. little bits. Like you might get 30 seconds of a song that somebody was doing on stage right. here or there, but that's... That's really about it. Yeah, you usually don't like that too because I mean I guess <clears throat> usually the songs are terrible or whatever. If the song, if we are punished by listening to the entirety of the song, you're right. I usually don't like that, especially right. when they're not good. When they're not good, but this you probably would have been. I'm okay looking with. at you, get even. Yeah, get Several and songs that we had to suffer through his horrible country music line dancing show. Or uh, was it the, the zombies? Uh, heavy metal zombies. Heavy metal zombies. Or whatever. Yeah. Hard rock, hard rock or zombies. Hard rock zombies. Yeah. Oh my god, that movie! Talk about weird. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky you missed that one. <laughs> but Paul will probably show it to you at some point. Yes, you have to see it. It's bizarre. It is bizarre. You get and to see. Just bought it on Blu-ray. You so. get to you get to see a midget zombie eat himself. Yum. Well, see, As once again, it goes with this kind of thing. Like, there, there's a few midgets in this movie and stuff. And, you know, and yes, you can say that word. It's a clinical term. And Vern Troyer, he's, this was like the last, one of those last things that he did, too. Mm-hmm. You know, so you so. said he was also in uh, the Austin Powers yes. movies. What else did Amongst he do? Amongst other things. He's, he was in a million He was things. in a lot. Of, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and was, what, was his, what was his character's name again? Beazle Chubb. Thank you. Beazle Chubb, like Beelzebub only. <laughs> Beazle Chubb. And he was running around, you know, he had taken over the the other little person's body, and he was running around, I'm going to conquer the universe, and you give me I the am Lord Beazle Chubb of something number nine, whatever. So I guess this point, somebody, God knows who, but somebody could maybe summarize what happened. Oh, I don't think it's possible. Uh, Okay, I'll try. You try. And then, then you guys I got correct nothing. me and fix me up when I'm wrong. But basically, it's it starts with uh, uh, this out of work actor. You know, goes to the bar to to just drown his sorrows, and he's like, "This day can't get any worse." And <laughs> Famous all of last a sudden, words. The, this clown walks in. Biker a, a, clown. A dangerous. Psychotic biker clown. Biker That's clown. Right. that was the clinical term he that gave. Was, that was the clinical term. Yeah. <laughs> Give the obelisk to me. Yeah, and he kept saying that to him. And he goes, "All right, I'm gonna go have a smoke." So he goes outside. The guy follows him out. And, you know, keeps saying, give me the obelisk to me. You you must give birth to the obelisk. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. It was like, if you don't give it to me, I'll cut you out. And uh, that's when, you know, he pulls out a big-ass machete. And that's when the guy's like, chase, I'm out of here. Chase, 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 And runs out and, ju- and jumps into, like, or jumps, like, right in front of Minnie and Cindy. Yeah, Mindy and Cindy. Cindy. And they are, they think they're going to get sued <clears throat> by him because it was their fault, which it wasn't. It was his uh, for you know, but uh, anyway, they he says drive, 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 and they drive, and then he eventually goes in there, talks them, you know, I guess talks them for a second. They say, you know, we'll do anything, and then they start sucking his dick. Apparently, like that's just what happens. We don't see it, but we kind of and see him go down. And, sex. and then they have sex back at the apartment. And back at the yep. apartment, and, and this is all to... apparently to keep the girls from suing him from for hitting them with the, or hitting him with the car. Even but, though he jumped in front of uh, right, them. Right, right. And then they um, they weren't terribly bright women. And then that no. brings into the uh, the obelisk gets birthed. Uh, by I guess the sex to, did it. I guess the sex did it. Uh, well, I mean, sex will. Well, 
you know, get you pregnant. So it'll bring sense. an obelisk it, from another dimension. It right? got his butt pregnant yeah. with an obelisk, as it does. Yeah, which is weird. But anyway, an interdimensional yes. obelisk, which which is weird because like, would this have happened had that guy not like talked to him and asked him about the obelisk? <laughs> like, would he still have like? Maybe if he had sex with the next person, no, this would have happened. Fate is a funny thing. Uh, yeah, this is where you're thinking too hard <laughs> okay. and, and trying to yeah. make it make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is what I was talking about. It's there are just... some things like that that you could think really hard about how does this make sense. But at, at that point, you're, that's not the point. The, the only reason they exist <laughs> are hooks in order to make <clears throat> things happen. Right. Oh, what, what's that called? The, 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 uh, Hitchcock has a term for that. A plot um, device. No, well, it's a I, plot device, but what's the... Uh, anyway, uh, you know what I'm talking about. I'm yes. sure whoever's listening is like rolling their eyes and saying, I know exactly. Hitchcock, that. Richard Elfman, same thing. Yes. Exactly. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so oh, they could learn oh. an awful lot from each other, frankly. It's and funny. So he, uh, has Did that cross just shit? turn upside down on the wall over there? <laughs> <laughs> that was heresy. <laughs> uh, so all of a sudden, uh, the guy's taking a crap and a uh, obelisk comes out of his ass. Oh, and we weren't ex- even sure what orifice it was going to come out of. All right, you need to explain to our good listeners what an obelisk is in case they don't know. Uh, I guess it's like a uh, I, I guess it's like a shape of a monument or whatever. Yeah, like, like the Washington Monument. It's like yeah. a long, tall, multiple sided kind of like, thing. It looks kind of point. like a dick. You yeah, know? well, like it it's does. Got a very That's why he chose it. Met many jokes thing. have been made about obelisks and and not penises. Do you, do you yeah. remember the Beavis and Butthead movie? There's I a, there's seen it forever. Well, anyway, there's a yeah, lots of sex jokes about the obelisk when they're in Washington D.C. Maybe yeah. that's somewhere so, where we got it from. I don't know. Well, it's it's been forever. It's yeah. been a trope forever. Let's say anyway that, uh, that the monument is clearly happy to see us. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's erect. All it right. is. So then he poops it out. It and, is um, Then he poops it out. And then he poops it out. And then he's like, what? And, and washes it in the sink which with the same crazy. with the same brush that he washes his dishes with. Ah! But he had gloves on. But he's using the brush that he's going to wash his dishes with later. And, and he's using Gross. the sink that he's going to be washing his dishes with. And that in. came out of his butt. But you know that brush can go into the dishwasher. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Okay, anyway. And then the continue. dishwasher has all the right. butt Conti- stuff. Continue. Right. right. This is so. not a little obelisk, by the way. This is oh, no, no. This is, this is like at least, what, three feet tall? And two and a half, three? Yeah. Uh, two and a half, I would say. Which is why it didn't comfortably or happily come out of his butt either. Yeah. You know. Nor did it happily go back in, but that's like that's well, a different we'll story. <laughs> so, God, you're just spoiling the I spoilers. Know, spoiler alert, it goes back in. There's butt stuff that happens. There's a lot of this. butt stuff. If you haven't seen this movie yet, go see it. I think it might even be on Tubi. I don't know, but if you can see it on Tubi I don't know. or somewhere else, go see it. But I'm going to buy it because it's 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 actually such a fun movie. Um, and, you know, so anyway, uh, so he finds it, and uh, the first thing he thinks about doing is going and finding his mom. Oh, God. And finding out what's going on and why why this thing is a thing, you know, for him. So he goes to see his mom, who's, uh, I guess she keeps getting called like a crack whore, you know, uh, drug, drug-induced drug crack because whore. Because she kind of is. Yeah, so. He Except that she's doing clearly heroin in the movie, not crack but anyway yeah. and clearly has an awful wig has uh, like weird zombie makeup on and so she unpleasant uh, so she, uh, so he goes to see her and two guys come out of her house already you know <clears throat> and stuff and she talks to him and uh tells him sort of the story of what happened with him like 
because he thinks that his father was a circus geek. Mm-hmm. And she's like, ah, that that might not even be your father, and you know all the stuff. And he's like, she's, she's and like, there's like a little flashback scene <clears throat> where they're, you know, I guess in the fifties or sixties, where she had met the father, and they were entertaining in a road show where she was shooting multiple ping pongs out of her cooter, and I could have, and he swore, was whacking them into the audience. I could have sworn one of the guys was Troy Froman, but I'm not sure because I look at him. Uh, credits. And well, one of them was Richard credit. Elfman. Okay. That might have been the guy I thought was Troy, so. Oops. Um, so anyway, so, so the guy's just sitting, the people are just sitting there uh, doing the, watching her do that stuff. Like, she said it was like some kind of ping pong pussy trick or something. I don't know. Like, that's what she <laughs> called it. So. Uh, As you do. Yeah. And then she was getting laid by every single person there. Well, it's funny because he said, you know, did, did you have sex with the whole fleet? And she's like, not the fleet you're thinking of. Uh-huh. Because it was a star fleet, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was a space fleet the of aliens. Uh, aliens. And one of them was a Washington Monument or whatever. Like, isn't that what they call yeah. it? Like, yeah. You know, she called it. And so I guess that's what happened, you know, somehow or another. I don't know how that connects to the So sun. he was destined to give birth to this obelisk. Yeah. So, uh, he finds that out, so he left the obelisk at home, by the way. Initially. And I thought that was stupid. Yeah. Like, from the very beginning. Like, uh, if you know some some cracked out clown, biker clown, is trying to, like, you know, get your obelisk that he just mentioned, and you didn't know it was going to come out of your butt, you're going to keep that thing. Well, that's one way of looking at it. The way I look at it is something like that comes out of my butt with all kinds of weird shimmering letters. I probably don't want to get anywhere near it. <laughs> well, he was touched. Like, it. please, please steal this from me. Yes, please. yes. <laughs> I'll pay you. But if you steal it from him, then you could, like, end the world. Well, know? he didn't know that at the not time. Not yet, yeah. not yet. He, he hadn't met the physicist. Hadn't met them yet, but they're coming. Yeah, so, yeah, they are coming, aren't they? Um <laughs> Uh, so he, uh, goes to the cops first, I believe, mm-hmm. if I'm correct. The one cop. The one cop. In all and, of L.A. And the cops pretty much tell him he's got, his hands are tied with all the movie stuff going on, the red carpets and other shit. He doesn't Cause yeah. he's but, out of work because he lost his, uh, he lost his series. TV series. Yeah, yeah, it's like, if you're not a famous actor, um, and you're in Hollywood, the police don't care about you, see yep. ya. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. So he, uh... He ends up having to, to go to this professor guy. I think is that that's next. The professor. Which we never find out. Like, how the heck does he know where this guy is? He just He's a professor. He I knows just everything. randomly drove to a physicist's house. Yeah, okay. Well, it was his office, I or, guess. Well, well, from Stockholm. Office, you know, and so he goes but it to, looks like a movie set. Yes. Right. Anyway. Anyway. Well, I mean, I, that's kind of the fun of it, I think. Um so you haven't seen Replicator. And yes. That has, that has <laughs> like, you know, that kind of stuff. So um, anyway, so he goes up there and he says, uh, you know, talking to uh, the professor, the physicist who's uh, French Stewart, and asking him. I did not know that. He did such a great job. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. didn't even realize mm. it was him. With him being uh, so, older and the glasses and the accent. Yes, thank yeah. you, French. You did such a wonderful <laughs> it job. It was good. It was yeah, really good. that was great. What was the guy's name? Dr. Scheisenberg. Scheisenberg, right. So yeah, Scheisenberg, classic. And he uh, talks to him and he asks him uh, for help. <clears throat> and Dr. Scheisenberg says, um, basically, like, let me take a look at this thing. And 
he asked, asked him specifically, how did you obtain this thing? <laughs> he's like, well, I don't really want to. He's like, if I need to know the whole deal if I'm going to be able to do this. He was like, well. Pss, 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 pss. Yeah, because he tells him. He, the cop asked him, too, and he was like, he wasn't telling the cop. Yeah. Right. And then he goes, this came out of your anus? And makes all the girls laugh who were watching. Right. You know? His anus? Woo-hoo-hoo. And that's the cue for Helga and Inga, the cute little uh, blonde assistants, to come in and add to the plot. They're like and they assistants do. plus roommates, too. Right, right. And right. Stuff, so. Um, so they end up coming in there, and they, uh, I guess, you know, they all kind of are trying to figure this thing out. And um, uh, our buddy... Uh, does he not want to give it up first, you know, or does he want to like let them have it at first? Well, I think he's just trying at first to figure out where the hell it came from and what it is and what yeah. it does. So he like leaves it with them and he leaves to go back to his car and then something just tells him, no, you know what? I think I need to stay with this thing mm. longer. And he turns around, and he goes back in, and he's like, sorry, I can't give it to you just yet. Not yet. Right. <clears throat> no, he, and they're like, we'll keep it safe. And he's like, no, 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 I... I, you know, because I'm going to put you guys in he danger. He just had, like, a feeling. Mm. You know? Yeah, I'm going to be putting you guys in danger. Just me, one thing, but you guys, people I don't know, I don't want to have that on my Maybe he had mothering kind of feelings for it because he did give birth <laughs> he, to he it. He did, yeah. that's true. He did. Um, so he grabs it back, and uh, but his car won't start. Mm-hmm. So uh, Helga, who just happens to get out of her... Uh, what is it? A scientist attire. It happens to be quick. wearing a hot red mini dress yeah. under sweet, adorable Helga under her lab coat, and she's a big <laughs> fan of his because she saw a commercial of his once and Mattr- oh, mattress he's a mattress king, king. <laughs> sexy man in mattress king commercial. <laughs> yes. So then um, she's she's like, you come with me. I'll take you to place you know gas station station. yes that's the gas station (laughs) on the side of the mountain yes they're off in the rural parts of god knows where they're driving and they're driving and then they get attacked by some random people who are trying to get the the chinese the the chinese uh agents yeah Yeah. we're trying to get the Mm -hmm. uh, obelisk but we don't know this because that was never set up before. And we have no idea how nope. they know about Came it either. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The, like, how did any of the, like, the U.S. Secret Service or the Chinese uh, mm-hmm. um, U.S. Secret spies. Service, I could sort of maybe buy because it said, like, they were sort of like the men in black kind of thing. Like, uh, like, yeah, but it just randomly came out of his butt. How would they know that? <laughs> how would they know? Because the men in black been, know everything. Because they've been uh, because monitoring this. They, uh, they are monitoring. They've been monitoring his butt the No, they've been time. monitoring everybody's butt. Yes. In the whole world That's and true. just waiting for such a, a moment. I mean, don't they? I mean, they, they get a lot of money. I mean, they got to spend their budget on something, right? Someone's got to <laughs> be the chief butt monitor of uh, the yeah. United States government. Hey, you, you know what? Um, God <coughs> bless them. <laughs> All right. So, I've been giving them some performances over the past few years. I know. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. So these guys are driving down the road and they get you know, attacked and it's kind of pulled over. And then it's night. Randomly. Oh yeah, then yeah, it's random night. Day to night, which it, that was that was a very big continuity. Yeah, continuity mean, monkey got to work out today. Yeah, which I think when you look at a movie like this, continuity matter. is not no. like. A, no. there it's is no, almost like you know what I I can imagine that they did some of that stuff on purpose just because yeah. they were like yeah we we know this doesn't make sense f you it, <laughs> here yeah, you go have it care. anyway we don't care well that's probably just it. Take it they probably were filmed at different times somebody said hey. The continuity doesn't match, and Richard's, eh, yeah, he like, 
F you. You're going to take it and you're going to like it. Mm. And if you don't like it, then that's even better. Because I'm Richard Alfman, so shut up. Damn straight. <laughs> okay, so they, you know, they get away from the uh, the Chinese guys um, and stuff, and uh, they decide to go see his brother or, or sister or however you want to call him. And Jimbo. Jumbo. A Jumbo. And I forgot, he had a girl name, I think, too, didn't he? Or did he not? I or was it just Jumbo? Call him Jumbo. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even remember the name. Because it's Jumbo's Oh, that's club. right. Right, that's right, that's right. So so, he goes, he's banging on the door, banging on the door, and they finally let him. That's when Ramon, whom I guess is the bodyguard, lets him in. Or the bouncer well, the, or yeah, something. Yeah, the bouncer. He, he is somehow employed by the club, it seems. And I kept yeah. thinking he, he did a, like a Scarface kind of thing. You know, I was expecting him to snort a lot of coke. <laughs> and say, say hello to my little friends. You know. Meanwhile, Jumbo is aptly named because he's huge. He's like, you know, guys. Uh, defensive well, tackle size. Tall. Very <clears throat> tall. Broad. Yeah. I, I forgot who played him. In a dress. You know, big, big, big. And big five person. o'clock shadow. Yeah. It was, um, you know, uh, not not quite so. Um, he, he's not Helga. Let's put it that way. <laughs> they are not Helga. No. And we so. weren't sure if this was a. Transsexual or a um, cross dresser? I think or it was just cross dressing because he mentioned something about like, trust me, the drag. world. Is, he said, trust me, the world is complicated. Take it from the person with a penis in a dress. Right. So not not like a transition. So without, person. yeah, I don't think he worries about labels. I think exactly. he just is what he is, and it's complicated. And yeah, that's it. exactly. He doesn't care. Exactly. Right. So yeah. Um, <laughs> And then, uh, so so he comes to them, and you know, and he kind of just buys everything, like you know, he's his brothers. I know, but like I, I told my brother that a clown was coming after me after I pooped something big out of my fucking ass, and then all this other shit like that happened. Like my brother would look at me like, "Dude, have you, you been drinking again?" Do you remember their mother? <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't you think that'd be he'd be even less likely to believe stories because of all the crazy stuff the mother who's on drugs said yeah. over the years? Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. But anyway, yeah, I agree. It was it seemed like, oh, okay. Aliens, clowns, obelisks coming out of your butt, tell me more. What, yeah. what are we gonna do about He's this? He's kind of the straight guy, no yeah. pun intended for this, you yeah. know. So he end up uh so they end up like asking him if he could just like hold it for him or whatever. So I guess he holds it at the um club. You know, which has all kinds of fun little dancey things going on and music right. stuff going on, which is where you can get some of that fun Oingo Boingo kind of cabaret stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it was nice ambiance. So they go, they go there, and then uh, I'd go there. Me too. I would. I would too. I wouldn't mind. I don't. And they only drink I'd coffee. I go to see Jumbo. Well, they had coffee with Jack, a little Jack or a lot of a little vodka right. for the Helga. Yeah. And stuff, and then they leave the uh, leave the place. I think do they they go back to the um, uh, do they go back to the doctor or things get a little fuzzy for me after that. <laughs> a lot of stuff happens, and I'm not really sure how or like why. Which yeah, in which order that they <clears throat> is that the, the the part where they go back to the apartment and. Um, they have sex. Yeah, but then well, one of many times. One of many times. Yeah, but but is that when. The other one, um, Ing- Inga, um, ends up getting her mind controlled, or is no, that no, later? No, 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 that's, that's later. later. That's a little later. A little later, that's a little okay. later. Because uh, it has to be established that the alien guys are 
popping off about that. Oh, right, right. And we kind of figure that out because, like, later, then then later we do see <clears throat> the, uh, what is it, the the little guy and the uh, chicken guy, you know, together doing that stuff. And yeah, we see, there is a chicken guy. So. And then we see the, them taking pictures of, we've mentioned this before, but they took pictures of a nun in a porter potty. And they wanted to put it all over the internet if they didn't get enough money from the priest. Like Father George went. Yeah, Father George went. And then Father George went and has a heart attack um, from them, you know, and basically. And they think they killed him, you know. If this whatever. sounds like a weird wackadoodle movie, it sort of kind of is. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, but that whole scene, it really was just to introduce these two characters because the aliens were getting ready to tap into the brain of the little guy mm -hmm. who um, who was already dressed like because a clown. Because the, you know? the green aliens <clears throat> and the Oh, no, it wasn't clowns, the alien. It was the clown. Right. The, the, they're two different factions who both want the obelisk. And are the, both mind-controlling. Right, right, right. And then the government uh, group is also looking for it. And then the Chinese, the rogue Chinese group is also mm -hmm. looking. So you've got all these disparate elements trying to get what came out of this poor guy's ass. You know what? Mm -hmm. Somebody should make a movie where earthlings, you know, like humans go up into space and they start fucking with uh, with aliens, like, you know, and mind yeah. controlling them and doing all these things. Well, we'd have to have that kind of technology I know, first. But see, that's that's the future yeah. movie. It could be the plan yeah. nine. Yes, it could be the new plan nine. I think we could control alien life if we had the right kind of cheese. And it you would know, have to be plan ten or plan eleven. And <laughs> you know the way humans are, they would be mind controlling people into sex just as oh, soon as they could. Of course. Well it would also make sense of why the aliens in the original plan nine look like humans. Mm-hmm. You know, because they are humans. There you, you know. go. Human, you know, people. All right, this is going on a weird tangent. <laughs> Finish the summary. <laughs> well, I'm not really sure exactly after that well, what, what the happens. next step well, is. Well, yeah, they, they, so they hack into the brain of the the um, little person that's already dressed like a clown for their sideshow that they do, the, the, the clown and the um, chicken man. And so then they start going after Because the they're obelisk. doing, that's right, because... It was the old Clementine thing. Yeah, they were trying to... Because somebody was yelling Clementine about... No, dar my darling. Oh, my oh. darling during sex. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were having... They were doing the thing, and she kept going, Oh, my darling, oh, my darling, oh, my darling. And, and then it oh, cuts to... And I said Clementine, and not it, thinking that it would oh. actually And then connect. it happened twice. One with yes. you and one with me. So the exorcist we, one was yeah, great. The exorcist yeah, yeah. thing happened with me. I said, Oh, my God, they're doing the exorcist, and all of a sudden the... She says, you're, you know. Your uh, mother talks toxic hell. hell. <laughs> and I was like, we're like, whoa. Wait, wait, I didn't predict that, but it's sort <clears throat> yep. of, it's sort of like. We are up. on Richard Elfman's wavelength. I, you know what? Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe this is who we, it was meant for. There yeah. you go. But so anyway, then the little clown guy says, uh, who is now actually Beazle Chug. Beazle Chug. Yeah. Beazle yeah. Chug. Because he even uh, says that's his name. Beazle yeah. Chug. And Lord of the Universe. Lord of the Universe. Is it Ch Beazel Chug? Chug. Yep. Chub. Chug. Oh, I thought it was Chub. I was calling him Beazel Chub. Anyway, no. Beazel Chug. He um, uh, is in this other guy's body, and so the little clown turns to the chicken man and says, take, it, take me to him. Take me to him. And he's like, what do you mean, boss? And he's like, you got to take me to him. Chicken so they, man's kind of dumb. Yeah, chicken man is clearly suffering uh, with some deficiencies. But anyway... They get in a motorcycle, 
uh, with a sidecar, and so the chicken's driving the motorcycle, and and Beazle Chug inhabiting this little poor clown's body side is car. in the sidecar, and they find where um, Helga and Inga and um, what's the main character's name? I can't remember. I want to say Eddie, but I'm not Eddie. sure. Eddie, thank yeah. you, Eddie. But where he they're staying. And he Actually, tries no, to. Actually, they're driving, right? Because remember. Yeah. Oh, they like, they do come they, upon him in the car one yeah, time. Car, and he's like, "Drive closer, drive closer." He's like, "I'm trying to drive closer." <laughs> he and like he jumps was, on the hood. He, yeah, he jumps on the hood, and they slam the brakes on. They they do get away, but then after that, right? Don't they make it back to the apartment, and somehow they still find him there? Well, yeah, because the guy comes in and tries to like he has to throw him up into the air. Right? Yeah, and they get arrested for dwarf tossing, dwarf basically. Tossing. And there yeah. was some amazing special effects. Showing oh. the the dwarf clown coming going through, through the, the window. window. <laughs> that was yeah. probably the loudest laugh I heard it, from you. It was, I know it was pretty excellent. Yeah. I was I was <laughs> laughing my ass off because I thought that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. And it so apparently Chug has like a built-in taser, um, <laughs> which I is felt fun. Terrible for him when they threw him up originally. And, and he, he just, like, he just missed, landed. He missed the window. And he like bonked his head against and, the, the concrete. And they have the sound effects. It's like they you hear him bonking his head against the side of the house and then you hear him hit the ground and you're just like, oh, God. <laughs> Poor little oh. Beasle Chug. Oops. Poor Beasle Chug. Yeah. Um, so yeah. then they throw him up again. One last, well, he was like, come on, throw harder. Or something like that. And he tosses him as hard as he can and he flies through the air and and lands into the house, and he's like, I am Beezletron. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Lord of the, you know, world or universe. And I'm like, he's, he's, they're like, oh, my God. Give what the me the obelisk. Give me the obelisk. And so they're like, I don't know what's going on here. I got to tell you, though, I felt very uncomfortable with them throwing that guy. It was so awful. It was so <laughs> I mean, I'm laugh. glad that they got, that that's what they got arrested for. It was basically... How insensitive it was, right. given the cultural, you know, I'm like, good, good for you, The neighbor. lady landlord came out and was, was uh, chastising like, them like, for it. Like, do you have any idea how horrible that is? I, I, good for you, landlord lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what they need to be arrested for. Not yeah. breaking and entering, throwing a little person. Come on. Yeah, yeah. but he wanted to be thrown. Yeah, you wanted well, to Beasel be Chug wanted to be thrown. The yes. person whose body he was inhabiting oh. certainly did. You know, can't explain that to cops. <laughs> you, know? you can't well, be like, well, the body inside me wants to. Yeah, want I mean, it, it's I not me. It's Beasel Chug. The alien clown that's inhabiting me wanted to be thrown. You know, I tried the Beasel Chug excuse before, and it just doesn't fly. Uh, um, so we also forgot to mention before because there was another. There's a couple other times that they go back to the police station. One of the times is because the the clown that the first clown, the biker clowns, his head just explodes right. into like pieces, mm -hmm. and the guy has to go through all of them to look through. And there's a bucket labeled a bucket. head yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, and the so, guy's like, you know, well, if you fish around in there, you might find something that you could recognize. And there's like, and he's like, yes, that's that's it, that's it. Goo and, and guts. <laughs> Thrown up. Reminds me of a Mystery Science Theater episode where a kid gets killed and, and the cop, they make him say, uh, you want to come over here and identify this bucket full of your brother? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like that. Eek. Um, so yeah, so All that right. was one way. And then the other one was when the men in black come in and, mm -hmm. and talk to them and say... You know, when they bring in the professor and the uh, two girls. And they and threaten to take they, away yeah. their green cards. Yeah, and, and all this other stuff. And they're like, you can't do that to me, you know. Right. Um, 
you know, all this crap. So, yeah, all that happens in the movie. There's a lot going yeah. on. Yeah. So how does it finally wrap up? Um. <laughs> they, okay. They decide that the only way to end this is to send the obelisk back where it came right, from. Right, because he was trying to get some money out of this. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. He wanted money. No, apparently And also, the professor wanted green energy somehow. Mm. And also un- apparently... Unexplained. They, and possibly the only way to do that also was to chant around the mother. Oh, the druid circle. The druid circle and stuff and chant and well, stuff. Aga, uga, yaga, gooba. Yeah, it was some kind of apparently druid chant and um, gibberish and they had to take turns with the mother and eddie sitting on the obelisk because as they explained it it was like charging it you have to keep it warm like an egg remember at one point crazy mom grabbed the obelisk and was running out with it and they had to chase there was a merry chase that went on for a while until helga bumps her on the head with it Mm -hmm. yep and then they tie her up and because that's where the whole exorcist thing was coming yeah, from. Yeah, because she puked and they had puke on her yep. face. And, and Moody was like, oh, it's like the exorcist, exorcist. And then she just yells out that classic line. And right, we were like, right, right. oh, nailed um, it. Yep. Because, I mean, it's funny. I mean, you unfortunately, you didn't call any of these things. But, I, I mean, didn't. I called all the nerdy classical music. That's yeah, right, that's you did. Right. You, I was like, uh, <clears throat> just FYI, this is Beethoven's Seventh Symphony Second Movement. <laughs> I, I was okay and with that. And that was, cool. by the way, audience, that is the music that they chose for the, um, the birth of the obelisk. So when he was pooping it out... You're welcome, Beethoven. Just how Beethoven thought. That's exactly that what was he his was thinking when he wrote it. All when, along. Yeah, you can hear it in the in the music. You can just hear he it. He's like, I don't even know what movies are, but there's gonna be a movie. One I day. sense in the future. Criswell predicts that there will be this movie, and um, this is the music I'm writing for. Yep. yep. Exactly. Yeah. You know, he signed off all the rights to it. Nice. Um, nice. <laughs> so yeah. So that yeah. So apparently, a chanting. There's some exorcism shit. The woman escapes for a little bit, and then they bring her back, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, there's also a little bit with the, uh, the the Chinese group of people. They want Oh, they're holding the professor Yeah, they hostage. steal the professor. They He's, try to convince him to, to turn it over, and then they, they, you know, he's, I guess, sending secret messages to Helga, who's able to translate Remorse it. Remorse code. And by the way... Yeah. Uh, by tapping on his phone in Morse One code. of the scenes in between all this is where, you know, uh, Eddie's sleeping, and then all of a sudden, I guess... You can see somebody under the covers uh, going to work on him. And um, we were like, okay, something's going on. And the fact that she's covered up by a... Yeah, it's not Helga. We know it's yeah, not Helga. Yeah, we know it's not Helga because they're covered up by a sheet. And it turns out Helga walks in and it's Inga. Inga possessed by Inga. an alien. Possessed by an alien. Or was it a clown? I think it was the alien. It was the alien. Oh, yeah, because it they was the were... aliens because they were jerking off. Too. That's right. That's right. It was definitely the aliens. They, that was so, like... So now... They were getting bored, apparently. His relationship yeah. with her is ruined. No, no, they were they were jerking off to the, the people with the... Uh, having sex with the... Um, the on the thighs. Mindy and, and Cindy. Yeah, Mindy and oh, Cindy, Mindy yeah. and Cindy. Yeah. Having oh, sex okay. with... That's uh, right. Was it Ramon? Is that his name or whatever? Ramon, yeah. Yeah, so they were having sex with him, and, the, the you know, things, and then all of a sudden, the... One alien comes over and behinds them and knocks them. You know, yeah, because yeah, the, the point it. wasn't supposed to be for them getting their jollies. It was supposed to be so that they could manipulate, go through Mindy and Cindy somehow to get into his brain. I feel I that's like know. every government job there is out there. There's instead of doing what they're supposed to be doing, they're somebody's watching porn. Watching porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and jerking off. <clears throat> right. Yeah. 
Which, I mean, I've never seen aliens jerk off before, so that was a first. There was a plus. Richard Alpern, you're the man. That, that's that not a plus, first. I don't know, but it's <laughs> a first. But it was a first, at least. You know, new experiences. You See, it's the sort of cultural thing that connects us all together. Oh, Lord. Oh, anyway. Um, so, yeah, so that happens, so then... Let's go back to the to the future and to the end of the thing. So so yeah, they had kidnapped the professor. I love the scene. My favorite line in the whole movie, I think, was when he says, "Okay, well, you're gonna bring me the money, and between now and then, you gotta treat the professor like, like a, a king. king." And and the professor goes, "Oh, Zaveta has changed in heel, yeah." Because <laughs> <laughs> they're giving him booze, they're giving yeah, him a cigar. They're being so nice to him all of a sudden. I'm like, oh, lots of cigars this in this film great. because, of course, Richard Elfman loves his cigars. <clears throat> You know what? Um, they all treat like uh, treat the uh, treat them really well, and you know what? I kind of like the Chinese guys. Yeah, know? they were the, fine. And, you know, those... I mean, they were just doing it get to get money. Right? Yeah, and he threatens to say, "Okay, do it, or else we're going to sell this stuff to the Russians." You're going to go back to the rice paddies. And they're like, oh, oh, okay. Well. Yeah, a little <laughs> casual racism right thrown in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then, um, yeah. so yeah, so all that happens, uh, they end up having to send it back to where it originally came from, which is up his ass, which <laughs> he's not too excited about. But, it's but, right. but there's a plus to that. They because, have Vaseline this time. Yeah, and when that actually happens, he becomes a super special, supercharged butt laser yeah <laughs> and he's able to use the butt laser to destroy the alien vessel and destroy the clown vessel which we were kind of sad about because poor diesel chub we yeah. like the clowns we yeah. don't like the alien aliens are like nah but the clowns i like the were clowns fun. they were very reminiscent of killer clowns from outer space yes. they even yeah. call them killer clowns at some point i, so I, I think yeah. that was the point. only oh, yeah. wish pretty much the entire time that we would have seen some kind of conflict or struggle or fight between the clowns and the aliens, the aliens. Yeah. that would have been fun well i mean they were both trying to get this thing right you know? and they but both they called never, it different stuff like, but they um, never got together at the same time and fought that would have been fun if that's the sequel it's aliens versus clowns mm -hmm. yeah please I think that's please, already, please please i feel like that's already been done in some way. <laughs> not <laughs> enough <laughs> not enough <laughs> But, but uh, it ends up happily ever after, which is nice. And yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, but laser uh, saves Eddie. the day. But laser yeah. saves the day. The obelisk goes back to the universe it's supposed to be in, because you know Richard Elfman loves his trans-dimensional universe things in his movies, just like in uh, Forbidden Zone, and you know this is this is like a thing for him. So yeah, and then he's he ends up with with Helga and um, everybody ends up with someone. The professor ends up with Jumbo. Yeah. Right. And um, I forget, Ramon ends up with somebody. Maybe he's back with Mindy and Cindy. I don't recall. Or Inga. Inga, no, Inga ends up with the the bodyguard guy outside, the black guy with the um Oh, with the yeah, braids. The oh, yeah. And the machine yeah. gun. Yeah, and the machine gun. gun. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. So. I don't remember. He, his character wasn't really well defined. He was somebody who was hanging out with Ramon, and I forget was his he name. Just like, yeah, maybe he was like the outside the club. The club at I don't know. Yeah. But he was also somehow related to the club. But anyway, so she ends up with him. And I wish his yeah. character had been a little bit more more used. fleshed out. Yeah. Yeah. More yeah. Um, but it's okay because it didn't. And he really... was just the eye candy for Inga, apparently. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> supposed to just be Inga found somebody. Oh yeah, the mother out. didn't end up with somebody at the end. Uh, there are reasons for that. Oh, she's no, she did. She did. She did, didn't she? She ended up with um, she ended up with Ramon, I think. 
She did. That's right. Oh. She that's right. Poor that's Ramon. That's right. No, Ramon was enjoying. Was excited about it. Yeah. Oh God, Ramon. They both liked each other. Because remember, at one point he got possessed. And he went over to them, and he jumped on her. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You notice though at that time right. that her wig was black instead of like yeah, gray, she got crusty. A new wig. So she got cleaned up. Kind yeah, of sort. yeah, yeah. She got yeah. cleaned up. She didn't have all the puke all over her face right. anymore. She so still she, looked awful. Uh, she, she wasn't as grotesque. Though. Right. As I was sort of saying before, she was. You could definitely tell it was a younger woman, probably mm. somebody the same age as. Actually, the guy plays Eddie. I'd have to look it up, but I I'm wondering I, if that's Anastasia. I think it again. is actually because I there was, it showed that the woman who played the older woman also played another one of the characters, and I think it was one of the Mindy Cindy, one I'll of those characters. Know. Yeah, I think it was her. I'm not yeah. surprised. It was definitely a she younger. She did a good woman. job, and that leads me to the next <clears throat> question. Now that we've talked about the plot, we talked about the wackiness, we talked about the music, talked about more or less the direction and and how things were. What did you guys think about the acting? I loved it. I thought it was it was exactly what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, it wasn't over the top, but in a way that it's perfectly legit. Over you know? the top and self aware about that, you know, yeah. not like and meta. Yeah, not not like movies that are trying to actually be serious but don't quite hit it. You know, it's you know very clearly we're trying to make a bad film. You know, or yeah, very meta. Which is. <laughs> Difficult, really, when you think about it from an acting point of view. How do you how do you sell this without going too much, without becoming a farce or becoming a cartoon? And that's that's the difficult thing. And it doesn't, you know, it walks the line. It doesn't cross over into cartoon land, in my opinion. Yeah, which is good. No, it's it's. <clears throat> how, how would you compare this to something like The Evil Dead? Um, it's along the same lines. Are, are frankly. you saying yeah. Evil Dead? Or are you saying Army of Darkness? Oh, I haven't actually seen Army of Darkness. So Army I of Darkness is no. way more yeah, like this. this. Yeah, okay, I was going to okay. say. Yeah, it's it? more right. goofy, silly. You Three know, Stooges right. kind of stuff. Three Stooges people poking each other in the eyes. and then like Goofy lines, little creatures running yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is my boomstick, you know. And yeah. Got like, it, that's yeah. Because it sort of reminded me of that a little bit. Yeah, mm. so you would... You probably get a kick out of Army of Darkness, but it's like been in the on same my list. Kind of yeah, that's watch, a fun one. Maybe we should do that for uh, for film freaks. That would be a fun yeah. one. But um, yeah, it's it's that kind of level of sort of odd, goofy, wacky stuff. That's you know, but it's also telling a story. And um, yeah, it was it was fun, and I thought the acting fit the characters and fit the story without too much, without going crazy. I agree. You know, I I think the acting was was top notch, and everybody you know, especially it, the doctor, he was my favorite. Yeah, yeah he was good. Anastasia so Elfman, considering she played multiple characters, was very good. Mm-hmm. And I also really liked um, Helga. Helga she was, was good. so sweet. You know, she was kind of like the my the kung fu heart. was a little rusty. Yeah, they have, they have a kung fu fight there for a while, which was funny. Yeah, unnecessary fun. but fun. Yeah. Yeah, she had, she enjoyed herself, which it looked like everybody sort of enjoyed themselves. Yeah, she had some physical skills. You, she was mm-hmm. believable, moving like that. That it didn't look like they needed a stunt double for that. Right, which was cool. Yeah, and um, yeah, I I I enjoyed it. it. It looked like it was just a lot of fun to be in this production, as I would expect any kind of Richard Elfman movie. It's going to be fun to be part of that production. You know, I mean, yeah, <clears throat> and, and the, uh, I forgot the guy who played uh, Jumbo, but. He did he such was good. a fun job. Oh, Very yeah. Good. The, the, the only character in the movie that wasn't 
weird and and whose acting was like this is the most normal person oh, the in the movie. Cop. Oh yeah, the cop was pretty normal too, yeah. I guess. But but of the characters we see the most of, Jumbo was the most normal of mm-hmm. all of them, yeah. which I don't know if that was intentional, but if it was, I hats off because it's well, like I mean, the one cross-dressing person in the movie is the only one that has like any gosh darn sense in his head. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I well mean, done. Actually, yeah, that's really that is really well. He's done, the rock on which his brother leans. Exactly, clearly. he is the stable one, and you notice like his brother. He's like, you need money again, right? Yeah, he's the stable one he's in the, the family. Club owner, so he has a a, a good source business, of income. Business owner, you know, entrepreneur, he's clearly making good sense and good judgments. He's enjoying right. himself at his job. Yep. Like he loves being a cabaret yep. guy, you know, or a woman. You fun know. cabaret. I'd go there on a Friday night. Yeah. That would be a lot of oh, fun. Yeah. We don't even have a cabaret. I know. We, well, on the other side of the water, sort of, kind of does part-time. We don't have anything here. We're a little too square over here. Mm. Yeah, especially in Williamsburg, man, because that's a freaking tourist town. You, you know. Yeah, you need the money. You need to be well, able to invest and tor- so, keep that up. Williamsburg used to have a club, you know, or whatever <clears> that they'd opened up for people. They had to turn it down because uh, they had to invite everybody. They couldn't just, like, it had to be kids and adults oh. and stuff. They couldn't just do an that adult club. That severely limits the kind of entertainment you yeah. can have. So why it couldn't it just be an alcoholic, you know, thing where you, you know, 21 and over? No, Was it a zoning thing no, or something? It's, it's a tourist thing. because oh. the Was tourist, it, like, yeah. technically in Colonial that Williamsburg? Sucks. Is that why? No, it was... Where it was, huh. um, but I do remember going to it a couple times. Right, going, a shame. This is kind of lame because, like, you see people younger than us, and then you see people older, like parents and, and, and grandparents, hanging out. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah, like, you know, not yeah. every show is for everybody, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Just don't go to the shows that you don't want to go to and or you don't want I your kids to go to. Going. Just don't. Well, well, this is probably a movie that you don't want to show your kids. Yeah. No. Not, not unless until they're older. Not unless they're like a super weird kid like me. I would have, you know, Depends eight years old. Depends upon how much trauma it. they've already been through. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, and yeah, and you haven't seen Forbidden Zone yet. This is that's, oh. it's even more wacky. Right, than this right. One. Yeah. But um, so if they, if your children have already accidentally seen Forbidden Zone, it's probably okay to show them this one. Now, yeah. Shrunken Heads. <laughs> Is wacky, but it's not. It's not quite as wacky it's more as this. PG-13. It doesn't yeah. have all of the like silly sex scenes and stuff. No, in it. no but it does it's have a lot like of flying heads though. Okay, a lot of flying heads. Yeah. Well, and that had Troy Froman in it for yes. sure. So I'm not sure. I, I'm having this feeling, weird feeling that he wasn't that like. But thing. that was a full moon movie versus this movie and had uh, uh, Forbidden Zone, which were, you know, I guess produced and. Distributed and done everything through him. So yeah. there you go. There you go. So yeah, I was, <laughs> I, I was loving it. Like, I, a I, lot of fun. I wasn't 100% sure. I had heard about it. And when I saw it on the internet, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to grab this. Just just from the title alone, I'm going to get a movie like this. Um, yes, I would have liked a little bit more, if I can actually say that. More of the clowns. clowns especially the, the clowns and aliens interacting. They were all kind of... In their own individual little areas, but they in didn't, space, <laughs> they, they didn't really interact more, which is what I would have liked because no. that does happen in in killer clowns. It's because the killer clowns are fighting with the people all the time, and I know there's different groups going on there. And that's the other thing is, I personally probably could have had one too many groups. I think three would have probably been enough 
and if I had gotten a little bit more action with the other couple of, of groups, but that's fine. That's just a nitpicky thing. There was enough going on that it still interested me and carried me for the well, hour and a half that right. the and movie went. Right, it was an went. hour and a half, so they had to fit in a bunch of random shit. Like, I, I feel like this movie was They had written. plenty of time for weird <clears throat> sex, though. They yeah. did. And that's the other thing, too. We ended up going back to that several times, and we were like, it's we're like, back okay, to this again. We get it. We get it. Make with the clowns. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Make with the clowns. Now, now, if the clowns had done the, that. Yeah, if the clowns were in the bed, then I would have been all about that. Right. And we were both saying the same thing when we weren't sure who was under that bed. Like, oh, cover. my God, please, please let me be a clown. Please, please be, be a clown. clown. <laughs> or at least an alien. That would have been fun. Oh. That would have been fun. I don't but know in a way, it was way. because the alien had control right, of her mind. Right, right. So and she kind of tried to tell her that. Was it the alien that controlled your mind when you had sex with my last boyfriend when I was 15 or whatever? And she was like, oh, but uh, what did she... Ingmar. Ingmar. I thought would, uh, God, Ingmar. She, she made like this really acid comment Joe. about oh you must like the taste of me when i ever you're sucking the dicks of these guys that i've just been having sex with i was like good Ooh. yeah that one was like that went that whoa. went the extra level that that whoa. was that's yeah. a moment where i was like whoa and that's she's great. like but you know i don't suck aussie dicks <laughs> right right but but yeah but apparently just the ones that that her sister has pre or her friend has previously vacated is it her sister or just their sister yeah are they sisters i think so but but this time uh, anyway, it wasn't she didn't yuck. do it on purpose yeah it was gross right right but yeah that that went into but the comment was just territory. like Ugh. <laughs> oh no a few more like that and i i would i would you love this movie, like this movie if it hadn't been well the thing is about the sex scenes is it wasn't like in um, Ski Wolf. Ski Wolf. I keep wanting to call it Swear Wolf, but it's not. It's Ski Wolf. <laughs> but because there was nudity in it all with that, and it was, you know, it was, even though it was done for fun, it, it had a lot more of an exploitive yeah. flavor to it. This was just straight up which silly. Which is, well, it was, it was absurd. And yeah. also, and it was all was, sped up. And everybody and... was covered, so you're yeah. not really seeing anything. Yeah, so it wasn't. I don't think she would have disliked it as much. I think she still would have been annoyed by it, by how much it. It went on, yeah, because it did kind of go on, especially with the, little, the yelling and screaming. It was a little awkward at times. Yeah, you know? we just weren't expecting it, but uh, just because that's not a Richard Elfman thing. And uh, the other thing is, I don't know that she necessarily likes movies that are that wackadoodle. That you know, I think she prefers a little bit more traditional. I mean, she. Thing. I don't think she hated on uh, what is it on uh, the, the shrunken heads. I don't no, think she hated. No. It was kind of cute. It had the boob snuggles. But that, stuff. yeah, boob snuggles. <laughs> but that had that had that was a little bit more laid. That was dialed back. Yeah. Compared to this and compared well, to Forbidden I mean, Zone. And once again, he was saying before he doesn't like to be controlled by a mm -hmm. studio. And Full Moon probably told him to. Scale oh yeah. It. Even Full Moon telling him to scale it back. That's probably a. Can you imagine, shrunken heads reshot, with Richard Elfman just letting him cut loose and do whatever the hell he wants. I would just like to see him do more stuff where he Hell yeah. gets this chance. How to old do is this he? Stuff. Do you know? He's getting up there. Those guys have been performing since the mid seventies. Was that when 70s. they were in Oingo Boingo? Yeah, or at least that was the cabaret show that turned into Oingo Boingo in the early eighties. Because I remember the first time hearing about Danny Elfman was probably <clears throat> Beetlejuice. That was like eighty eight or something. But I know he'd done stuff before that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But that was like my first introduction and as a kid to he, he pops into the other movies too so uh, mm -hmm. not shrunken heads but 
in Forbidden Zone. He plays the devil with the piano. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Excellent. cool. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty neat. Um, but this time, like, I was, I was kind of joking about it before because we got the music, and the music's done Great by Danny music. Elfman. And at one point, I was, like, thinking, oh, because we said, oh, my God, Danny did the music, you know, or whatever. And I was like, oh, so right after... You know, I'm going to do one for Tim Burton. I'll be back and I'll do one for you. <laughs> and also somebody by the name of Ego Plum who does the SpongeBob SquarePants stuff. So they oh, also okay. do the theme or uh, I'm not sure exactly Bob which. Okay. I don't I don't know. But I don't they get, also contributed they also contributed music. So there you go. A in a pomegranate great, in the rainforest. Great soundtrack. <laughs> you know, it's a nice mix of classical, cabaret, and then just bonkers, kind of oingo boingo, bouncy, <coughs> crazy. They have music. a song from Oingo Boingo. In it. They do at the the at credits. The yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, the credits sequence was incredible. That was too. fun. Uh, like the the new Japanese newscaster that suddenly gets Chinese. I think was she Chinese? Yeah. Uh, well, she Asian. gets um, she gets um, Beazel chugged. <laughs> she does as you do. <laughs> it's like she's in uh, you know just a. A very um, conservative suit and has a, a short, very professional haircut, and then all of a sudden she's in the credit sequence in like a leotard with a, a big purple thing collar and twerking. purple hair, and oh my gosh, and rapping, yeah, as you and, do, and it, it was just wonderful. It That's going to be wonderful. our term from here on out. You know, when we say breening, well, now we're going to have Beazel Chug. What was breening? Whenever I, I missed this one. Oh, that's when you say the same thing over and over and over for effect, and it doesn't work. Oh, like it's like, <laughs> where does that I, come from? Breen. Yeah, uh, Neil from Breen. Neil Breen. Uh, okay. I can't believe you killed yourself. I can't believe you killed yourself. I can't believe you killed yourself. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you kept saying that over and over again, you'd be breening. So okay. being possessed is now hereby called Beazel Chug. Beazel Chug. I yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah, she well, got Beazle chugged. Oh. Wow. All right, guys. So we are just about that time where we have to talk about scoring this film. And for those of you out there who don't quite follow our show, we score it with our three listeners on a score a scale of 1 to 10, by which the lower the score, the better the film is. The higher the score means there's a lot more problems. And... If you're sort of in the middle, you can give it a five. And if you're feeling subtle, you can give it a half step. So like a five and a half or a six and a half. And then we take our three scores. We add it up. And then we see where on the ladder of stink this yep, episode happens to, 10, to go. Right? Yeah, yep, one to ten. So who would like to go ahead and score the movie first? I'll go. I'll give it a three. Nice. I loved it. I had so much fun. This movie, it had like, of course, it had stink in it, but like, it was stink that knew it was stink. So mm-hmm. yeah. even that, I didn't think it was even that high on the stinkometer kind of thing, you know, kind of scale. This was fun. I think, I don't know what I gave Forbidden Zone. I may have given it more, but that was like because I feel like it's a little rougher. Yeah, I feel like this movie, he had the means to do what he really, really wanted mm-hmm. with the budget he really, really needed. Well, plus. For, there's been a, a sea change in technology. So he was shooting his first movie with actual film film, yeah. using cameras and lighting equipment geared towards that. And now he's able to do it in digital, which is a whole different and much easier way of shooting things. So that was a big plus, too. I mean, I like Forbidden Zone a lot, but I think I like this movie better. I just feel like it was more polished and it knew sort of where it, you know, what it wanted to be, and it, it became it. So. Although uh, Forbidden Zone does have Hervé Vilches in there. So. 
Nice. As, as the king of the, the plane, Forbidden Zone. The plane, the uh -huh. plane. So, again, another little person being lord of the universe. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, who wants to go next? All right. So, I think I'll give it a 3.5. Can we do 0.5? Yep. Yes, you okay. can. Um, can we do non-terminating, non-repeating decimals? Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay. Well, <laughs> that might there. just be too I much. I can't give it a 3.1415. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Anyway, no. so... Um, for your pumpkin pie? Right, exactly, for the pumpkin pie. Um, I, the only reason I think I gave it is, you know, some of the, the cringy, weird, racially stuff, it still didn't sit real great with me. I Even though I knew what they were trying to do and everything, like when they tossed the little guy through the window, I was just like, oh, really? I mean, I, I mean, I know that they're not... I know what they were trying to do with it, but it still just made me like, Ugh. But then they got arrested for it. I know they did get arrested for it. Consequences. Consequences. So, I'm glad that there were consequences. Context. It's true. It's true. Now, that's, but I'm not going to give it like a horrible score because of this. You know, I still liked it a lot, but that's why I'm giving it a little bit less than like you less because than those, me, yeah. those things still kind of nod at me I, a I little bit. Like because... the rice patty comment. That was the one that I was just like, <laughs> How did that add anything? But, I mean, I guess I see what they were trying to do. But, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. It made me a little bit... There's a little bit more of that in um, Forbidden, Forbidden Zone. Zone. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But then that so, was 1980, so it's a very Well, yeah, it's a different, definitely different Maybe different that's time. the thing. It's <clears> like, you know, because uh, they always say, kind of say, like, people that grew up in, like, the 80s that did movies or whatever in the 80s, doing it now they still think they can do the same movie and sometimes it just doesn't play as well right because we and I, but here's the thing what did eddie I think say that one point though he said i'm a jew something jew kung fu jew kung fu oh, yeah yeah, yeah. That was another one well was that actor that actor was jewish right because that was well, sure that's, richard, richard, Elfman. Yeah. that's richard elfman's so, yeah, son so they are and they jewish. were a secular jewish family so yeah. you know that's kind of self-hating and that's a little bit different you know when a group that's makes okay fun of itself. That, yeah, fun of yourself. But then yeah. again, we know this. If you didn't know that about them, would right. that have bothered you? Yeah, P possibly. Possibly. If you like, you know, if you call yourself, uh, you know, if you say to yourself, "You're going to do Jew Kung Fu," and you're Jewish, that's one thing. If somebody looks over, if at you, I but, said it, are you going to do Jew Kung Fu? Then people yeah. would be like. You can't say that. I, yeah, you know. I will be honest with you two. I would love, love, love to see a movie called Jew Kung Fu, <laughs> where you have a Jewish uh, ninja with uh, star David throwing stars. Well, How awesome would that be? I, I mean, Mel Brooks did. Mel Brooks did Jews in space. That's true. That's true. So I mean, it it kind of yeah. A Jews, Jews in space. Yeah. <laughs> Something, something, you could have protecting a lot of fun. the human race. Well, yeah. it's funny you go that way because yeah. I also am giving it a 3.5. Oh! Um, I liked it a lot. It was manic energy, very creative, very wackadoodle fun. The pacing was really well done. Um, Richard Elfman doesn't get enough credit for his direction, in my opinion. I think he did a very, very good job with his shot setups, with uh, just getting everybody, you know, to a point where they needed to go, keeping the pacing there where it needs to be comedy is is very difficult if you don't know what you're doing it's all about timing and the timing was great mm -hmm. in this i enjoyed it there were i did find myself yearning for a little bit more in several occasions as i've already explained previously but um on the whole a lot of fun and this this again this is not unexpected from richard elfman this is this is him this is vintage richard elfman and uh, I think folks out Which there... Which is great. He hasn't, yeah. like, you know, he hasn't lost it. And if you, know? you like his movies, 
Definitely go out and get your hands, your hooves on Aliens, Clowns, and Geeks. I think you'll enjoy it. And especially if you're out there and you're sick and tired of the same old stuff that Hollywood is churning out on a daily basis, this ain't nearly anything like that, you know? No, this we'll agree with that. Movie's a little bit more than that, mm -hmm. you know, which, I mean, he knew, he knows, like, he knew that's what he wanted to do. Like, he wanted to make a movie that Hollywood would say no to. Right. You know? Make your own movie. That's the, that's the lesson mm -hmm. to learn right there. Whatever it is, so make that's it. that's a 10 total. Nice, you know? nice, yeah. nice, nice. That's a good low score. I think, wait, is it 10? Like, wait, yeah, so 3, 3, 3, yeah, that's a 10. Because mm -hmm. you've got a 7 total with your 2, and... I got a three. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's a nice low yeah. score. We can do math. Woo! Yay! I'm, I'm very bad at math, yeah. so the fact that I did that uh, actually shocks me. <laughs> Outstanding. So tune in next time when Moody solves differential equations. Were you <laughs> expecting it to be as good as this? Were you no. expecting another Die Hard Dracula? I was expecting a Die Hard Dracula. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just with the title too, Aliens, Clowns, and Geeks. Yeah. You just don't know right. what you're getting yourself into. Right. You know? Right. So there you go. Well. There you go. Thanks again for spending another quality episode with us here at Indie Film Cafe. I hope you come back for the next episode, which I believe is Mr. Moody's, I think. Yes. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. yes and um, yes. we will be back next time, and we will see you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Okay. Technically, when this comes out, it won't be Halloween. Who cares? Well, they, okay. they need to know the time and place. They do. Actually, it's so funny because usually people get mad when we're like, don't, you know, he's like, don't give any of those information away to people. And we, they can't even see all the snacks and, and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, but got. you mentioned that we were doing a Halloween thing at the very beginning. There you go. So it all makes it sense. It was continuity. It all continuity. Works out. Continuity. Continuity.